Welcome to the latest podcast in the Workplace series from the People Mentor, Nicola Richardson. Hi, welcome to the latest podcast from Nicola at the People Mentor. Today, we're interviewing Janine Coombs, whose business is Janine Coombs Marketing, and I'm really excited about this. <laughs> so, especially after seeing her video. So, welcome, Janine. So, tell us a bit Hello. about your business. Well, I am a small business owner, like many of your listeners, probably. Um, and I help small businesses do their own marketing and get better results with less effort, hopefully, which is, <laughs> to my point of view, uh, what marketing is all about. Definitely. Definitely. Because it can seem quite overwhelming, can't it? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. It's, um, it's, it's become a bit muddied um, in this digital world. Mm. and. Um, yeah, people, people, it's completely understandable that a lot of people think marketing is what you see, like the content and the social media and the, and the leaflets and the advertising, mm. but that's a small part of marketing. Um, so I tend to focus more on getting the foundation straight and making mm -hmm. sure you know precisely what you're selling to who before mm -hmm. you get to the marketing communications piece. And it makes everything work better. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it does, because I think we just all plough into the social media, etc., and don't think the strategy through most of the time. And I yeah, was getting better. Hmm? Sorry, I said I've done that too. When yeah. I was setting up my business, I just went straight in and set up all my social media profiles and thought I was very productive. And then, uh, yeah, yeah, and then I thought, ah, it took me quite a while to realise that I'd, I'd made a classic classic error I've forgotten to do the strategy piece <laughs> yeah but that's quite good then because then you understand why business owners do that don't you so that's good oh yeah yeah so how long has your business been going for um I think officially a couple like two years coming up to two years mm -hmm. I was planning it for probably the two years previous to that and trying to get up to speed with social media and content marketing because when I worked in corporate um, it hadn't really taken off in a, in a big way mm. there wasn't a big social media marketing department and I, I wasn't in it I wasn't in that department so I felt like I was playing catch-up when I wanted to mm. get to know how to use social media and what this newfangled content marketing was all about Mm -hmm. so what what really possessed you to start your business what met, what was the behind it I love that word it does feel like I was possessed to be honest, <laughs> <laughs> to be honest it, is, it feels like I was possessed I was taken over um <laughs> I think it was uh, you know I was working in corporate for many many years and the the companies I was working for were getting bigger and bigger and by the end of it it was very exciting being surrounded by lots of talented marketers and big brands and it was all slick and huge advertising mm. budgets and, and all this sort of thing but um the last place I worked EE there must yeah. have been more than 100 marketers in that marketing department and wow. your efforts you put in yeah you, you can't really put a finger on what part of the success you're part of Mm. it's you're completely separated from the impact you're having on the business mm. um so the, that 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 was the that was the beginnings um of me thinking oh what could i do 
what could I do working for myself maybe and mm. um, some people I know work for themselves and it seemed pretty cushy deal you know easy <laughs> can't be that hard can it <laughs> <laughs> if only it was it just it does look like that doesn't it you're right yeah. fabulous flexi time <laughs> yeah awesome. take when you want <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it so um so you did that's partly why you thought you would do it was it yeah for the flexibility you know I I, I had my first child eight years ago so I've got mm-hmm. two kids now and I thought do you know what I would like to do something that was a little bit more meaningful that I, I felt like I was fulfilling my potential and also you know could do without the commute and be around for my kids and things so there was a there was a combination of things mm. and all um, good sound reasons aren't they so yeah it's it's you know it, it's it depends what you want out of life isn't it because I've got friends who are still in the corporate world and they're absolutely loving it and they they feel like they are feeling their fulfilling their potential and that's fine that's mm. in with their um their vision of success it's it depends what you define as your vision of success doesn't it exactly and and what your needs are as well what 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 sort of pushes your buttons I suppose Mm. so yeah really good point so where do you think you really help with um marketing because as you say I think none of us really understand it so I'm intrigued where you think you would begin and how you would get people on the right road yeah so where I think I differ from a lot of the better known marketing experts is that I do have that professional, um, formal, formally professional, um, qualified, qualified is the word I'm trying to search for, the qualifications and the, and the background of doing marketing for other people. Mm-hmm. So I've done lots of marketing for other people and what that means is you have to understand their goals Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to put a plan to achieve those goals and then you implement the plan and then you see where you're going wrong and you fix it and you, you see where you're going right and you do more of it and that to me is marketing and that's why it took me so long to get my head around mm. the general approach of marketing experts who haven't been down the same path because a lot of what they're talking about is the marketing communications mm. and without the goal setting and the planning and the, uh, and the strategy, it, it, you, it's very difficult. I mean, a, a very, very small minority of people get any success at all without having their strategy clear. Um, it would be, it would be luck. Um, as far as I'm concerned, you have to have your strategy for straight first before diving into it. Um, so yeah, it's, that, it's that kind of view. Yeah, and I think you're right. It's like anything. It's like um, the project work that I do sometimes. You, you, you have to have a plan and you have to know what you want to achieve before you get there. But I think as most business owners, and I'm just as bad, I don't think we always take our time to do that work and we don't see the importance of it. But actually, it's the difference between success and failure, isn't it, really? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, I'm, I'm the same. I like planning because I know I need it. I'm not a natural planner. I have to force myself to, mm. to think of what I'm going to do. And it's really difficult. So I suppose also the words I use, I try not to use corporate speak, but it's ever so difficult. Mm. <laughs> it's ever so difficult. Um, like words like strategy, what does that even mean? But it, yeah. what it really 
is digging into precisely being really, really strict with who you're targeting. And it's about niching and it's about all these buzz, buzzwords. Um, mm. It's sticking to it. It's deciding who precisely are you targeting with precisely what. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how are you going to make that success? But um, no, I'm, I'm the same as everybody else. It's, it's, I feel like I've got my head straight and then, and then something, you know, an opportunity might present itself mm. or, or an opportunity to um, sell, some, sell something that's not quite in my lane. Mm. Um, and I might, might pursue it for a couple of months. And then I, before I realise that I've distracted myself. Mm. That's a really good point, isn't it? You're right. Yeah. yeah, exactly. I often get distracted. Hate to admit it, you know, don't really want to, but hey, you're right. I think, I think it's a minority of people that don't suffer from any form of shiny object syndrome. Yeah. yeah it was you that said the shiny object. I was trying to think who said the shiny object syndrome. I suffer with that dreadfully. So there you go. <laughs> You've just heard me admit something. So. <laughs> so so you started videos as well and your videos are fantastic I and mean, they must take an awful lot of time um and so what possessed you because uh, i do think that's another possession definitely with your videos <laughs> yeah so what what made you start them um so i don't know because i know we've been friends for a while now um so mm. i don't know whether you remember about six months ago um a friend of mine um was on LinkedIn and she got given some feedback about her videos because she uses video for tutorials and she's a, she's a bit more um her videos are more sort of constructive um suggestions and tips and things like that right uh, somebody said oh uh, I do videos for people I could give you some advice about mm -hmm. how to make yourself look more professional and um have more impact online and she said okay free advice why not I'm open to mm. advice and the feedback she got was um, that she looks too young to be credible, <laughs> that her voice sounds like a school teacher, <laughs> and she should wear a set of pearls, perhaps, and dress a bit more mature and wear more makeup. What? <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, I thought was hysterical. Yeah, definitely. Um, and she, her response was very mature. Uh, and she posted this video on LinkedIn saying, okay, got this feedback. Um, I feel like it's very focusing on the visual and focusing on my appearance and things. Yeah. And, and I don't feel comfortable changing myself, even if it means I will get more impact. I'm not convinced it will mm. be more impact. But she had this very, you know, mature approach. Whereas my instinct was to <laughs> post a stupid video with me wearing pearls and lots of makeup and putting on a voice oh I remember um, that one yeah <laughs> and that was that was my gut reaction and it was it was overwhelmed it overwhelmed my fear of putting a silly video on LinkedIn mm. um mm. it just overwhelmed it great so, response uh, <laughs> I, yeah, I I I, ch I checked with my friend I said do you mind I don't want to I don't want you to think that I'm hijacking your you know your post and she yeah. said no no and um so I, I posted it i got an amazing i got an amazing result uh, response from it it was ridiculous i was just mm -hmm. really shocked at how positively it went down and how everybody thought it was really funny and and i was like well this is me you know i am i'm daft i'm silly i muck about i make mm. stupid jokes and 
I'm not I'm not afraid to look silly. So I thought this is it. So I started doing silly videos to mm. get my points across. And at the time, funny videos on LinkedIn were quite rare. They're quite they're quite mm. common now. I know I know I could list ten people right now who are doing funny videos um, mm. differently to me. So I think it's become a bit more commonplace now. But at the time, it had amazing cut through and I thought oh I'm enjoying this I'm going to do more of it do you know and and they are they are really good and I love the fact that you um use different characters um but they're you um (laughs) so you must do you write your scripts beforehand and do you plan it all out and then or are you fairly spontaneous the first series I was doing it was really laborious um I was doing it a, a new script every week and filming everything myself and editing it myself some of the videos believe it or not only took two hours in total Mm, that's not bad um no it's not bad um some of them were longer than that when more on the script writing side because Mm. as the press as the series wore on the pressure was on to come Mm. up with (laughs) more characters and keep people's interest yeah Um, so the the final the final script took me hours because i was like oh my gosh this has to be a good one. Yeah. This is the script of this, this series. So the second series, I did plan it in advance and I wrote six scripts in advance and mm-hmm. I filmed it only in two, two, two sittings. Um, and mm. I got a video editor to edit them. Oh, good idea. Yeah. So it's, it's getting more streamlined. Um, you know, you, you mm. live and learn. There's, there's things I would do differently on both series but that's how you learn mm. and I love the fact that you've outsourced that you've gone and got a video editor um, because quite often business owners think that they can't do that and that they need to keep everything in the house and actually that's the worst way to go isn't it I think it just it depends it depends on what you like doing uh, what's taking you the most amount of time I know somebody who who has her own podcast and she she really enjoys editing and she's got it down to a fine art mm. and but if if you don't like doing that then outsource it you know mm. just think about how much time you could be spending uh, making sales servicing clients um that, that kind of thing it, it depends what you're what you naturally like and what you naturally yeah exactly so like for me podcasting editing is quite easy most of the time until I run into problems where we've recorded something and we've got one person who's very quiet and then that gets too technical for me and and that's when I would go and people per hour or something like that and get somebody to do it for me um or you can have your chosen person so yeah and things like um VA work sometimes I will outsource on that because you just don't have the time to do everything Mm. yeah Uh, I think it's worth having a think about what you do repetitively that you don't enjoy and you could you could be spending your time better mm. by outsourcing that exactly so what's the the first tip you would give a business owner um when they're looking at their marketing what was the first thing you would recommend they do Okay, so this is going out to anybody who's tempted to do more yeah. marketing, you know, add more marketing communications channels 
or if they're feeling the pressure to do more and produce more content, for instance, I would say be realistic about the capacity you have, the resources you have. If you're, if you're a solo business owner, mm-hmm. you only have so many hours in the day um, before you even consider adding another marketing and communication channels to your workload, workload mm-hmm. and to your shoulders. Um, think of, about what's working now and just just take that time put an hour in your diary with a cup of tea and put everything down that you're currently doing and what is working and what is not Mm. because usually for the vast majority of people adding more is not necessary it's making what you're currently doing more efficient it's it's streamlining what you're currently doing Mm. cutting out stuff that's not working or, or tweaking it so it does work um, and maximizing maximizing what you're currently doing if you're not if you're for instance if you're on Facebook and you're not completely satisfied with the results you're getting on Facebook mm. the the solution unless you absolutely hate it the mm. solution is rarely to set up a, another channel yeah 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 and there are so many channels aren't there oh yeah I mean that's it where do you start um, You've got to start somewhere. So my advice would be start where you were already using. Like I'm, I, I was never a big Instagram user. No. So you won't really find me posting much on Instagram because it's not my natural place where I enjoy and I'm on there every day anyway. Um, same yeah. with Facebook. I'm not on, not on Facebook so much anymore. So that's not where I, that's not where my audience go for updates. Hmm. And I think I've gone like that because I'm mainly LinkedIn now. Um, I do a bit of Twitter, but not as much as I used to. And Facebook is, I might do a post four or five times a week. I feel a bit lackadaisical there these days, to be honest. Um, So I, but I really need to be very much more clear on my strategy. Um, So you're right. Everything you're saying makes total sense. So there you go. So I lane for sense. <laughs> <laughs> I always like your zany side, so there you go. That's my description <laughs> of you. So so what well, you, Yeah, you'll take that one. Okay. It's it, I, I, you know when people say um they don't like being called crazy or mad, I'm like, why not? Why not be different? <laughs> you know, come on, but it's better to be different. I so, think we've all got our, our weird sides, you know, even if you think you haven't, even if you think you're really straight laced, that, that means you're strangely straight laced you know people yeah. <laughs> weird your little boy, so. yeah quite agree so there you go what skills um would you say other than marketing did you bring from previous roles Ooh, i suppose the management of really really busy heavy workload mm-hmm. um in in some of the bigger corporations I work for I would be involved in if not managing sort of 15 different projects mm-hmm. um, and so some of them big some of them small lots and lots of different things to focus on I just I worked out my own way of managing it all mm-hmm. and keeping on top of it all and that kind of thing I think it really helped and I think it informed my view of what marketing is so you know a lot of people think marketing is creative and there are creative elements but for me it's it's project management Mm. it's more project management than it is creative Mm. 
that's, interesting that's yeah and quite a different slant from what i've heard said before so that's really interesting so um and the fact that if you've got somebody actually organizing you and setting your direction and helping you with your marketing sounds an absolute bonus so there you go uh, that's my my pipe dream so we'll we'll keep it there okay so oh and i noticed you're writing a book yes i'm, so, I'm writing a book not much this week but <laughs> <laughs> so i was going to ask you about that yes going next week back on the horse all right yes. so do you do you set yourself a target every week yeah i've, I've um what i intend to get back to mm -hmm. uh, which i was successfully doing for you know a month or two on the on the trot is aim for i think it was 1000 words per day and just get that done first thing in the morning when you're fresh mm. and you've had your cup of coffee and put that time aside just to crack on with and try and get a thousand words down per day mm -hmm. so i'm about halfway through the first draft mm -hmm. um and the summer didn't help that was a big mm. hole in my diary mm. where i was off doing other things but um yeah i really want it out um towards february february march next year mm. so we'll all be waiting so <laughs> so what's this book gonna kind of cover what sort of areas are you looking at so it's called the content marketing myth mm -hmm. and it's for anybody who is a bit bamboozled by the whole content marketing social media marketing thing mm -hmm. um, phenomenon it feels yeah. like it's this insatiable beast this content eating beast that you've just got to keep feeding with content and there's so many people saying oh you've got to do it you must do it you must do this you must blog every week if you're going to blog you need to spend six hours on each blog and if you're going to you know you need to have a podcast because that's the best way to get into people's heads and you've got to do video video is an absolute must and if if you're going to do video you've got to do it every week and this is how you do the video it's mm. completely overwhelming and like i mentioned earlier i went through exactly the same thing i forgot all of my marketing training and all of my marketing experience when i set up my own business fell down this big hole of feeling like i was meant to be on every social media platform and this pressure to create content only i didn't i didn't stop to think who i was creating it for mm. um which i know some of the better um marketing experts will will you know tell you hello you have to stop and think about what your end game is and, and mm. who you're talking to and precisely who it is but you're in such a rush to get results mm. just yeah. taking a couple of taking a couple of hours out let alone a day to mm. figure out what you're doing and why mm. um it it feels impossible it does so this, this this takes you through why content marketing and social media marketing and marketing generally in this day and age is so confusing mm. but also it is sort of um i am exploring content marketing from a hopefully an objective point of view mm -hmm. and saying yes there are good points to it but here are the bits that can sidetrack you mm. and let's let's see if we can find a way to manage it a bit better and to approach it a bit better and to um, not be beholden to it mm. so th this sounds like it's going to be really useful i can't wait so thank you to uh thank you for sharing that i uh you will have to let us know when it's launched and um because i will definitely be out there to buy it so 
Can I tell you where to sign up to the wait list? Oh, no. Yeah, well, tell us. Tell us. Yes. Um, Thecontentmarketingmyth.com. And you can get little snippets and um, oh. I update people as to how I'm getting along and they get my secret marketing show videos and any other oh. updates. There you go. So everybody, are you listening? Um, Janine really knows the stuff. I can vouch for this. So, you know, I'm going to pay you later, Nicola. You'll have to name it. Yeah, exactly. Um, So um, now you've put me right off. See, I've now gone off tangent. (laughs) What's the biggest lesson you've learned since you've been in business? Oh, I think. Oh, that's tricky. building what I've already been talking about it is to not underestimate your own skills and experience so for me it was to remember my Mm. professional qualifications and my training and and how important they were I forgot them and I feel like that is a Mm. uh, something that you can easily do you you forget how good you are you forget your own experience you forget the skills you've built up you forget all the people that you've helped in the past um you uh, don't value your own experience as much as other people you see all these amazing people with all their amazing sort of uh, updates and, and posts and videos and podcasts and things and you compare mm. yourself so it's the it's the good old comparisonitis mm. and you forget how talented and, and how worthy you are um so yeah. Yeah, true, true. Yeah. So if you started your business again from scratch, would you do anything differently? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, most things, eh? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, mine would be no shiny objects. <laughs> shiny oh, objects. likewise. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. No, I would, I would be... I think there's elements of when I set up a business that you just, you just have to suck it and see and you have to get going and you have to start somewhere and... Mm. You have to make mistakes. You have to be open to mistakes. But um, I wasted a lot of time jumping into things without planning first mm. and sort of out what I was aiming for first. Mm. And, and I think goals change. It's just have some goals to begin with, and it, it really helps set you in the right direction. I think there's an awful lot of business owners who actually do that. You're so excited about your new idea and your new business, you just plow on ahead, don't you? Mm. And well, from the, the majority I've spoken to and don't think about actually planning the steps and the actions and what your goal is, as you say. So, so interestingly, that leads me on to what's your long term vision for your business? Oh, <laughs> to be on the spot. Um, oh, gosh, now you've put me on the spot, haven't you? I know. I my my vision is is not very detailed it's not very um it's a feeling it's a feeling of um fulfillment and enjoyment and i want to be known for my funny videos i want to be known for calling out the digital marketing Mm. industry and just and just being honest and not Mm. using um techniques like traditional marketing or not traditional marketing techniques but um techniques that you see a lot of people using at the moment to hurry up people's decisions i think there's there are some techniques that i i completely think are 
um, valid and mm. they're just helping people make a decision. I think that's fine. But there are, there are some techniques that I see being used that encourage people to buy stuff that they don't really need. So that's what I would like to be mm. known for, I suppose, long term. Mm. Is being is being honest, like an honest marketer, which I think some people think is a contradiction in terms. <laughs> I think they probably do, but I think I think that comes across from you um, because you are so honest and authentic. So, um, yeah, I think you're right. I, one of your blogs that stands out to me, and I don't know why, was about business books to read, and um, yeah, and and that and I thought that was really useful. I love your videos and. And your advice just makes good common sense advice. It it just makes sense totally to me. So yeah. Oh, good. good. That's what I hope. That's what I'm aiming for. Like, it's the common sense, down to earth, demystifying marketing. It's not mm. a mystery. It's not some sort of weird art, dark magic. <laughs> yeah. It's it's all much easier and clearer and simpler than it, people are making it look. Yeah. And I think that's the problem at the minute. It, it just conf causes confusion. So, well, I hope you achieve your long-term vision. It sounds a bit like a Jackie Jaguar kind of discussion, this. So yeah. <laughs> when she asked me what my vision was for my business, and it was like, no, fa no faffing, as, as she would put it. <laughs> uh, so lastly, who is your inspiration? Ooh. Gosh, I've got I've got quite a few people. Mm -hmm. um, there's not I don't have anybody like a like a figurehead hero as such. Mm. I th I'm going to be really cheesy and say <laughs> and say it's my fellow business owners who are you know heads mm. down at it every day. They keep going, um, pursuing. Mm you know what they're aiming for they want to set up a, a, a small business and see it grow and prosper so mm. that's that's really cheesy to say it's my fellow business owner <laughs> I can see one of your characters doing that so. oh, yeah. I can tell you who I've learned from is that what you're if you're asking who I've learned from I can tell you you know some names if that's what you're after <laughs> well give us one then Yes. Oh gosh! Now I have to pick one. I I boxed myself into that corner, didn't I? Yeah, you did. Um, In fact, two, if that helps. <laughs> <laughs> you see, this it's tricky because some of the people that I've learnt from, I don't necessarily don't necessarily agree with a hundred percent of what they say. So I, I'm. Yeah. Uh, so you take I'm a bit from everything. Enigmatically hanging. Yeah. To sort of make you make you wonder, Ooh, what is mm. what I to talk about? So, so you take the best bits out of everybody and yes. sell them into well, one. You know, going back to what I would, mm. that's that's uh, I might tie that into one of your previous questions. Top tip is don't take a hundred percent of what anybody. You know, even if you really really respect them and you think, oh my gosh, I want to be that person mm. in five years' time, don't take a hundred percent of what they say as gospel because. Um, you know, unless you're paying them for one-to-one -one, one -one coaching because what they're saying is not bespoke to you. They're trying to help thousands of people all at the same time. And some of the stuff is not going to be good for you. Yeah, you know, that's a really good point. Thank you for that. So 
Janine. That's the end of this podcast. Um, so that's it for this time. I really appreciate your time and it's lovely to have your insight on marketing. Um, and we must do another session where we do a bit more detail about marketing because it would be lovely to get more insight and help people. So if you're up for it. Oh, lovely. Yes, thank you so much. It's been great to have a chat. Thanks. Yeah, that's lovely. This is the People Mentor signing off until next time. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you need any help or advice, please contact Nicola on Nicola Richardson at thepeoplementor.co.uk. The People Mentor, driving your business forward.